0: Hello, and welcome to Roland and Steve's Beer Podcast. Episode
1: 141. 141? One one. Yeah. Hmm. Let's ponder that number. Yes. you have any facts about it? Steve's been doing facts now. What, about numbers? Yeah. You've not got many good facts, it's got to be fair. You, you, you've got to give me time to plan for these things. I, I on know. the fly. I'm not planning. Once again, as always, I'm unplanned.
0: I, I once <sighs> lived at 121 uh, on a street, but I've never... I so... <laughs>
1: Ten doors down from where you lived. Excellent. Yes, yes. Um,
0: Uh, Oh, if you haven't
1: noticed, again, hi, I'm not Steve. Uh, All the better. We have no Steve Layton. He is having fun in Guatemala, I think. Yes, he's gone to Guatemala. Missing presumed, having a good time. Mm, We've got um, Thornbridge, kill your darlings to drink, though, and he'll have terrible beer, terrible lager. So, (laughs) yeah, I think we win this. I should apologise, but uh, no. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> noteworthy because Steve is a big Thornbridge fan.
0: Yes, and um, so. so the fact that we get to drink his beer for him is just even better. Perfect, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, um, salt wound rub. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Thornbridge, one you're you're familiar with? I ah, yeah. I, I've
0: I've had a pl- plenty of offerings from them uh, over the years. Certainly,
1: uh, one of those breweries uh, that for me are. Like they kind of early craft, but they kind of bridge the gap a bit, don't they? Like they're one that lots of people who are of the older school will say like oh, they've got some great beers, mm. and they're also one that of the the very super new trendy kind of when will also go oh they've got some amazing beers.
0: Mm. I think uh, I think it's interesting that you bring up that point as well because I think it it's one of those things more and more that um, I, I, I don't think people necessarily. Yeah, like this. This clear mind in some people's heads. There's like, like traditional and craft are two completely different things. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, f- f- they shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, like for me, some like, of my favorites
0: definitely. Like good beer is good beer. Yeah.
1: Some of the regardless of how you bracket it. And the, I, I was thinking about this. And there's a, a small number of breweries who are so consistent that I know I can drink pretty much anything from them and enjoy it. Mm. Thornbridge, Marble, Hawkshead, like jumped out to me as all ones where like. I it's not a matter of what mood I'm in. It's not a matter of um, whereabouts. You know what what the particular brew is. And like, if I see a bottle from one of them or a, a beer on, on tap from one of them, I'm like, yeah, I know that's going to be good. Um, <clears throat> this is, a, however, is a new one for me because I'm not. It's one that I've I've tried to have a couple of times. It's not been around when I've wanted it. Mm-hmm. So, first time with Kill Your Darlings. Yeah. Any other. It's what style? it? Vienna, Vienna lager, I believe. Uh, yeah, Vienna style lager.
0: Uh, so 5, actually, this is,
1: a, this is exactly the same style as the the Menabrea that we had. Oh, that you had last week. Uh, yes. Last week, yeah.
0: I, I, I actually not tried
1: mine. Sorry, Matt, I'm, gone and I'm not going, and I've not got around to it. Uh, so this is an amber, a darker style of lager. Not into the kind of the Bock level. This is a, this one's actually rather darker, I think, than the the Menabrea. Well,
0: that, I had to double check when I took a sip of it. I was just like. This tastes like lager, but it doesn't look like lager. So I had to go back and have a quick look at the bottle, which was just like, okay, so mm, it, yeah, it's oh a yeah. little, it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little sweeter. Yeah, than, than I was, uh, I would expect from that that particular style. I think that's what threw me off. Uh, I was like, yeah, you get
1: that real caramel. Mm. Um, well, actually, let's let's do a quick detour because we're going totally out of order. Branding. Branding, I like. It's
0: it's very recognisably Thornbridge. They're yeah. sticking to their, uh, you their,
1: know what? Like normally, three thirty mils. I like three thirty mils out of practicality, but the Thornbridge bottles they do look good at at five hundred. That yeah, they're not, <clears> that they're long like,
0: neck and the, the that's the thing, isn't it? It's just basically an elongated three thirty bottle. Whereas most of your five hundreds go for the wider base, short and stubby dog, kind yeah. of thing. Yes, and,
1: so <clears throat> yeah, they they certainly keep a lot of elegance to it. I think it's always good because you know you can you can recognize them and i said the one you know we are going to get um yeah i I, they are based in derbyshire so not that far not that far from us at all um again weird that growing up i would never have thought that um a brewery that produces things like this would be be so close to uh, this part of the world but i'm very happy about that Mm. um yeah, this is what percentage are we on five. Five percent. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Okay, that's all right. Yeah. So uh, Roland's not done any uh, notes and research on this week so we're doing we're kind of doing this on the fly. So yeah, I was
1: trusting Steve <laughs> to be here and do it and yeah. talk endlessly about how much he loves Thornbridge. Um. Yes. Which he would happily have done, and particularly Jaipur, which is his personal. Yeah, see, kind of his... That's that's his go-to tipple, I think. Isn't yeah. it? It's just like if like you go into a pub and you see it and you're just like, I have that. Yeah. yeah, no. It's one that you can tell him they've Jaip- got Jaipur on on the other side of town, and need to start sprinting. Mm.
0: Yeah. Although to be fair,
1: well these parts, If
0: I if I got word a pub was serving Jaipur, I'd do probably do the same as well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely understandable. Yeah. So, what do you think to this beer then? Um, I'm finding it hard to get past the sweetness. I've yeah, got to be honest, uh, the sweetness is. Definitely dominating <clears throat> this
1: um it's definitely got a lot of that kind of caramel flavor to it mm. but it's definitely got also that that lager bite to the finish yeah which I yeah. I rather yeah. like mm. it's a bit of hops but it's not a hop monster by any means very balanced there's quite a lot of of that lager yeast flavor I think I actually rather like that um as a sweet lager goes i'm I'm quite a fan of this one actually mm.
0: yeah I, th- I i can
1: i can see
0: why i think like uh, i think for me i'm um i'm not really a fan of this style it, it, anything overly sweet i don't i don't tend to get on with um but as an example of of this particular style i think it is very good yeah uh, well, i you know I, I i can't find anything negative in there. Uh, to say oh well, that I don't like this. I don't like that. Um, they could have done this better. I'm pouring myself a little bit more,
1: so it must yeah it must be going down. It's going down okay. pretty well. Um, yeah, I, I don't think this is a particularly out there example. So, like that I know that um, cloud I was saying with the Menabrea Cloudwater did a an amber like a Vienna that I had, mm. which was with Australian uh, or New Zealand hops. Sorry, um okay so that would have been a a, a lot more punchy I mm. would imagine uh <laughs> and really really different um uh this one uh, I would guess is european they've hops. tried to keep to the 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 traditional
0: approach just yeah. do it just their version of it yeah. basically i uh, think that's right
1: and and there's a good volume of hops there but they are it's a fairly traditional they're not trying to flavour they've not twist, twist on, on it. british twist on it yeah no um and I think that's no bad thing because we don't see that many of this style of lager. So having somebody, a good brewer in the UK, producing something fairly authentic.
0: Yeah, there's no, there is there is nothing wrong with uh, uh, imitation uh, in the sense of you've got a particular beer style, <clears throat> and you want to challenge yourself to see if you can brew that beer style the traditional way. Yeah. Um, I think, um and I think this is it's one of those problems, isn't it? Within. Any specialized industry, like sometimes people always feel they've got to be pushing the boundaries. We have this within our industry, yeah, you know. Definitely it, the coffee. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with uh, <coughs> just trying to finding something interest, an interesting style of beer that you yeah. like, and as a brewer, trying to
1: replicate right. that faithfully. Yeah, yeah. Um, and lagers are are tricky to do, technically speaking. Lagers are tricky. They means you've got to lager them, so that means putting them down for. Um, one or two months of resting, which means you know, that's extra extra time that you're going to have to yeah, hold it onto it before the, the, the you turn can around sell around it a lot longer than. Technically, you've got to get your temperatures for for fermentation really right, and it's very easy to create off flavors like um, sweet corn, which you can sometimes get if you're not careful, or um, sulphurous flavors if you're not careful. So I think they technically, I think they've done a really good job, which I'm not at all surprised by from from Thornbridge. Definitely right. one of those. Breweries that are very technically savvy, I think, I guess as I, they're brewing.
0: Technically, they're very competent, uh, mm. and I think that's just an experience thing. Like I think sometimes the some of the issues you find when you're trying beers from newer breweries is you see flaws, but it, you, I think it's easy to forgive them because you know they're still experimenting and exploring yeah. and trying to <laughs> and p- it's p- p- down that. their their style. Yeah. Essentially, whereas like Thornbridge have been established long enough that they've they've probably been like ten years ten years ago they they were probably playing around and doing things and there may, there may have been some batches that um, yeah. things that they've done that weren't great but you know they've got th- through that phase yeah. and, and they've they, grown and they've got they they know what they they're capable of what they can do what
1: they they can comfortably uh, produce. Yeah. And again, that they've innovated but at a, at a nice kind of balanced rate. Like they're not ones for suddenly throwing out totally out there kind of beers out of nowhere. They've mm. they've started doing a lager but that's something relatively recently. Like they've taken their time to get the styles right before they move on to try and do the next thing and that's, yeah, well, a, that, that's the that's thing shown them well. Like, um that's I think that's one thing that uh for this particular industry,
0: like for, for brewers, will come with time is that it's consistency. Yeah. That's 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 when you have become a great brewery is when you've got that level of consistency and like some of the younger brewers that some of the younger breweries uh while they produce fantastic beers maybe sometimes will have that lack of consistency from yeah, batch to batch whereas miss. like with someone like Thornbridge they've gotten to that level now where <coughs> they they know how to consistently produce something yeah. like you pick a bottle of this you'll probably it'll probably taste the same from bottle to bottle yeah um and we we before we uh, start recording, this, we're actually just talking about uh, some beer that we tried recently um, from a, a newer brewery. And um, Roland was just asking me what I thought of it, and I thought, well, it was very, you know, it was very tasty, it was very nice, it was very pleasant. And he would he would just asked, oh, uh, did yours taste a little funky? And I was like not that I recall I and mean, it's something I would imagine I would have yeah. noticed and I think that is just the, that sign of that you maybe not getting the same the yeah, level of like, consistency from when you're when you were really
1: I, I would say in this particular case probably a bit of a bit of wild yeast got caught in, in the bottling in yeah. the, like that kind of easy, easily done even some really good breweries I've had examples from what I would have thought fairly well established but smallish breweries who still occasionally mess up things like sanitising the bottles properly and mm. something gets in um, if you're doing it as something like a home brewer then I don't you know you don't care you mm. write off a couple of bottles because you mess something up it's part of the fun kind of of it but when you become a commercial business it doesn't always necessarily add negative flavours. Like I, I was saying actually we were talking about it, I really enjoyed that bit of wild yeast flavour that I ended up with in, yeah. in my beer. But But you could eat it, some people would probably find that off putting it Yeah. And the consistency wise it becomes an issue in terms of carbonation and stuff, that becomes an issue. So yeah. Um and Thornbridge, you, you know that they are they've got a lot of the advantages of that size and experience and scale that they they've just they're really thorough about getting a really well brewed out there that they know what it's going to taste like and you know it's you pick up another bottle of this in say six months time i've got a good confidence what it's going to taste like
0: but you they've got i think they were one of the, these breweries that, that they've got to the level where not only do you get the consistency but you can still get interesting and like cons, consistency can sometimes be confused with being boring yeah and generic and bland and that's like that's not what that's not what I mean when I'm saying consistent. What I'm meaning is that, like technically, every time they brew a particular style of beer, it's going to taste how they expect it to. Like the finished product that they send out that door, they're confident that it's going to taste exactly how their brewer expects it to. And
1: yeah, right. We should we should wrap this up quickly. I think yes, because we've as much as we, we do. We yeah. have to right. Let's um let's talk ratings. Let's talk
0: ratings. Go on, then. Well, it's one of those kind of days where I've had lo- we've had lots of these long conversations about yeah, various yeah, yeah. subjects today, and uh, this is, I think, a perfect way to cap this sort of day off. So I'm going to be really generous and go with an eight, even though it's not my kind of style.
1: You know what? We've spent a, a day of, of disagreeing on stuff, and uh, it seems a shame to ruin that, but I think I'm going to. I, I actually agree. This is probably... It's a style that I, I quite like, actually. Uh, I think they execute it well. It's not surprising, but it is pleasantly fulfilling all of the criteria I want. If I was in the mood for this kind of style of lager again, I would definitely take this as a kind of go-to one. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel myself compelled to rush out and drink more of this over... Maybe a Jaipur, maybe that's a, a reflection on beer preferences and so on. But um, yeah, no, I, I think this is a, a good beer and I'm going to go eight as well. That's it. Mm, agreement. Yeah. Wow. Agreement. Let, let's let's why, not tell why, Steve on why, that one. Why
0: can not you just agree with me earlier on in the day, Roland? Why did you have to be difficult?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no <laughs> comments. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a stupid question, really. Yeah. I expect nothing less. Yeah.
1: Should we uh should we drink up and shop? We absolutely should. Yeah. We are done.